So that day they called Gideon, drew Baal, saying, let Baal contend with him because he broke down Baal's altar. So my statement to that is, be courageous and earn a new name. He was content. He, people acknowledged he's the only one that's going to fight this God Baal. Then you have John the Baptist, Matthew 14, 3. Now Herod had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John had been saying to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. And of course, the wife is the one that had him beheaded. But he was willing to stand up and say, as he did in the desert, he did not back down on anything. He was bold. He was willing to say what he needed to say. And of course, when we talk about Elijah, nobody needs the scripture on that one. Elijah stood up to not only the prophets of Baal, not only Ahab and Jezebel, he stood up to everybody because nobody was following the Lord. And he told them, choose. Are you going to follow that God or are you going to follow the real God? And he was willing to stand up and risk his life. I had a dream and it was a little hard <laughs> to answer God because in, in dream, he asked me a question. I saw a concentration camp in front of me. I was standing there and it was filled with Jews and it was today. It was not in the past, it was now. And the guards were there, the people were in there. And the Lord asked me, are you willing to go in and join them? And of course I argued with them. I said, why should I? One, I'm Jewish and two, I can do a lot more for them. I can smuggle food. I can fight for them out here. If I, why would I go in there? That doesn't even make sense. And the Lord said, that's not what I asked you. I asked you if you're willing to go in with them. And I remember in the dream, I said, I'll have to get back to you on that answer. <laughs> I, just, I couldn't answer. And it bothered me for days. And I'm just asking the Lord, and I'm arguing with him. Why would you ask me to go in? Why would you ask me this? And he said, I want to know if you are willing to go in there. I can get them food and I can fight for them. But I'm asking if you're willing to go in and stand with them in the camp. And of course, my answer had to be only if you go with me. And that is the only way that we can be bold. God is our Shomer. He's our protector. We must stand with Israel. We must stand with the Jewish people. If we see something, we have to say something. We have to be bold. We should never, ever be silent. That's why all these things happened. You know, the answer of whether it could be stopped. We don't know the answer to that because how many people did not stand for the Jews? How many people did not? In our prayer today, I'm going to ask that everyone will pray for discernment, wisdom, and backbone. We are the wall against anti-Semitism. We all say never again. We all repeat that, never again. But do we believe it? 
Do we really stand with it? The survivors that I know, the survivors that I meet, like one this last week, she said, every time I see the war in Ukraine on TV, it brings it all back and I'm there again. They're experiencing it all over again. They feel safe here in Israel. That's the one saving factor for them. They do feel safe here. But their relatives in Ukraine, their relatives in Poland and in Russia and in Kazakhstan, they're not safe. And they're worried and they're concerned. We have to be the wall for them. We have to be the wall for the Jewish people. We have to stand for Israel. And if we don't, history will repeat itself. It's already happening. We have to pay attention. And so I'm asking you, please ask for discernment, but especially ask for the boldness to stand in the gap, to step up and say something. And if you can, to do something. We are the wall to stop it. If you would just, everyone would take turns praying. Karen or Susan, if you would take over from here. Thank you. Well, Susan, that was a huge lesson in history. <clears throat> and if you could possibly write your, or send me your notes, and we'll get this down on paper just for a briefing for everybody. Yes, um, I will do. And God, I don't even know how to pray. But would you rend our hearts and not our garments to the hour that we are in? Awake us from the slumber. Yes, Lord. Lord, things are happening right before our eyes. And even trying to get this wall built for Israel. Lord, there's so much resistance and people get distracted and different agendas come in to take a stone off the wall. Lord, give us the bloom line to hang on to. Forgive us for distractions. Forgive us for weariness. Forgive us for all this, the things that draw our attentions and our energies away from the one thing that's unfolding before our very eyes. We're calling forth the relentless watchmen who have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying now. Break off the excuses. And Father, give us supernatural strength to lock shields across the nations for this hour that we are in. And this new era that we're entering in is the era of the watchmen. I'm convinced of it. Watch and pray, you said. It was your last exhortation to your church, was to watch and pray. We call it forth a fresh anointing for the watchman. This will not happen a second time. I call forth the watchman in Russia. In particular. those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, who will help make way to secure 
your intent and your purpose with the Jewish people yet in Russia. Go ahead and pray. I'm just undone. Susan, I have to say that as you were praying, I heard loudly, sound the alarm. The watchman, sound the alarm. That is very key. Honestly, Susan, I, we get caught up with all kinds of agendas, but I know what is key to unlock this door of heaven for the provision of God is the watchman who will stand guard. Yes, I pray absolutely. for everyone on this line. Do not stop. And these calls are creating the mortar that will keep the living stones together. And Susan, you are a living stone. And we call you as a herald into this watch, as a vital piece of the messenger. God has called you for such a time as this, and we thank you for your stance, for your humble stance to be faithful to the call that is now going to feed the nations. Father, this word must get out. So we're all facing this kind of wind one way or the other. Yes. Yes. Father, I pray your fresh anointing over everyone on this line. To be strong and have good courage. Some of you are facing real battles that you just would rather not face, but I pray that as you face this battle, you God will give you a new name. Yes. Yes. Like he did Joshua, like he did Jacob. Yes. The Lord says, pick up your shield and polish it, for he's created it within you. And go forward. He will direct our paths. He's going with us. We may not know where we're going, but pick it up. You said in your word that when you open the blind eyes and you unstop the deaf ears, then you will come with vengeance. And then the eyes of the blind will see and the ears will be unstopped. That's right. That's right. Father, I thank you for the assignment that you've given to Susan. And I thank you for the anointing upon her, Lord to sound the alarm and to and to make it plain for people to hear. And Lord, we have heard today and we thank you, God, for calling us to be watchmen in this last hour. And God, give us all the discernment to see the things that so many people don't see and give us wisdom to know how to respond to the anti-Semitism that is rising in every nation. And God, give us the backbone to stand against it and give us words and strength and strategies, Lord, to stand against this spirit. Father, I thank you for Susan. I thank you for the, each person who's coming to serve with her in Israel. I thank you as she creates her lists for where to go and who to see. 
God, I thank you that, that you are the God who sees. You are the God who sees these ones who are still living through, having come through the Holocaust, having come through just the these terrible tragedies. And so thank you, God, for calling her and calling this group of women who will go visit and give each one the strength and courage and forces every provision, God, to do their visiting and also to prepare just a feast. Thank you, God, for all the ways you're going to show yourself to be strong in their midst. And thank you, God, for just your pleasure over over Susan and over this ministry and Lord, that table that she will set for these ones who will come. And Lord, we thank you that you will be there with them and you will feed them a spiritual food. So open their eyes, Lord, as they come for lunch, open their eyes and remove any blinders and bring healing and wholeness, Lord, to their hearts and their whole beings, Lord. And strengthen Susan strengthen her God daily, strength, emotional strength, and heightened discernment and protection. We just draw that line, the bloodline around her household as she does her ministry and as she prepares for what's coming on the 27th. And we just say, no weapon formed against you will prosper. Any assignments of the enemy that would want to hinder what you're doing, we just break those off in Jesus' name and cancel them. God, I thank you. Breathe life and strength into this team who's going. And we just thank you, God, in advance for what you're going to do, God. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you. Hillary, you're muted. You're muted. Oh, so it can't. Okay. We'll move on to Molly then. I'm Molly. here. Sorry. I've got a problem with my phone. Half the time, the thing at the bottom doesn't come up. I beg your pardon. Is it okay? I just want to very briefly say my grandfather, he sat at the top of the stairs from 1933 onwards in Berlin. And my relatives, now I understand, Susan, thank you. They moved from 20 minutes outside Auschwitz in Poland to Germany in the 20s. And you know what? I'm just so stirred because there was two families who were willing to receive my grandparents and my father and aunt into Great Britain to give them asylum. And I love to pray for the righteous Gentiles. The Ruth-hearted people, Lord, you're preparing already to give a safe haven to the Jewish people. And Lord, having spent time with beloved Lydia in Hanhart to discover she's with Karen now at Mount Carmel, you've given her a safe home. That's what we pray for. Lord, I want to pray that you would create so many safe homes and in our hearts and in the hearts of so many others. So when the time comes that it's needed, there will be an immediate response. There will be a place for people to go. When I was just in UK, my sister took me to the house where during World War II, they were given a shelter, a hiding place. I didn't know. And it just touched my heart, Lord, that these families, these people were so generous. They extended their homes 
took in other families and loved them and remained faithful over the years. And Father, I want to pray for these ones in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Molly. I just want to say, God is, this is from the Lord putting a finger and bringing us all into a new place. And this morning I was really, and I was so grieved by what our government has done. The Australian government has done about reversing their decision to to accept West Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and as a nation going backwards. And that really grieved my heart and just asked for God's mercy over Australia, what we are doing. And the Lord gave the scriptures from Isaiah 62 and that there was such a conviction that the church in Australia has not really stood for Jerusalem, has not really stood for Israel. So the Lord was just declaring these scriptures and today on Canberra Declaration, just even an hour before come to this call, I was able to put it to the people and the leadership and say that, hey, we have to take Israel seriously. We God wants us to stand and support. And God is saying, this is the will of the Father in Isaiah 62. And this has to become our cry that for Zion's sake, we will not be silent. And for the sake of Jerusalem, we will not rest mm-hmm. until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. And then that will bring, the nations will see the righteousness and all the kings of the earth will see the glory of Jerusalem. God, that is God's will. It is his will. He's put it down there. And then the verse six, which is a dick, which has to become the mandate of the church, mandate of every believer who believes in this full bible this word of god it says i have said watchmen that is god saying i have said watchmen we are his watchmen set on the walls of jerusalem and we sh- and who shall not hold a peace day or night it has to become so intense within us it has to become such a passionate cry who remind the lord do not, do not keep silent and give him no rest until he establishes and make Jerusalem a glory in the earth. So, Father, I just want to pray to that as well as Susan. Thank you. I and my husband have been very blessed as a Gentile to be brought into supporting Holocaust Jews in Russia. And I got information of how they live beyond that pale. And every time I have a meal, every time I have switch on the lights and have hot water to have a bath, I always think about how hard their lives are. And you know, your people, our people, we, I did like Ruth said, your people, your God is my God and your people are my people. I'm saying that to you soon. And I say that to you at Israel. Amen. And I decree that God, we pray and stand and receive handed of your love as one. 
and for the dream that you've given to them. Oh, Lord, give us more of that heart and your spirit because of what you will do to the nations, oh, God. Mm. Oh, Father, you will judge us. And so, Father, thank you for this reminder. Thank you for bringing our hearts and deepening this understanding through Susan. Bless our heart, Father God, that you are the, you are the author and you're looking through history and the pages of history and bringing out, Lord, this great love that you have for your people. Then how will you ever forget that? And that your body should not forget that too. It's a rightful question that have been pointed, Father. So set our hearts towards Jerusalem. Set our hearts towards Israel. Set our hearts, oh God, today once again. With that heart of intercession, with Jesus is sitting there in heaven, forever interceding, forever the high priest. Oh Lord, we thank you for that intercession. We pray that your people will, we will stand with your people. We will stand with your people. Oh Lord, we are nations. God have mercy on us, we pray. In Yeshua's name, amen. amen. This has certainly stirred up a lot of passion in our hearts. Thank you, Mo Molly. And I think that there's a lot that people want to express, but we're really at the top of the hours. Paula and Blair, if you could keep your comments short so we can bless Susan by the end of the hour. Paula? Lord, I'm just so aware that the anti-Semitic spirit is at its heart a work of the enemy and it's an anti-messiah spirit lord ultimately as they come against your people they are coming against you and lord as watchmen i ask that you would remind us that you would stir us that you would energize us that you would encourage us mm -hmm. to keep our eyes on you lord may our focus be on you as we look into the eyes of yeshua our beloved you, Father, our beloved, we will see reflected in your eyes, your Jewish people, because they are the apple of your eye. Lord, would you strengthen us in our inner being? Would you make us strong and courageous? This is not a battle that will be easily won. We must stand and stand again. So again, Lord, thank you to encourage us to keep our focus on you as we stand on behalf of your people. We love you, Lord. Yes. Amen. That's for all of us. Blair? Thank you, Susan and Susan, for revealing things that are rending our hearts in a very big way. And for those who have prayed in this call of repentance. And so I pray, Lord, that we may be the hearts of those that have been called uh, from Gideon and Isaiah and John the Baptist, Lord, that to follow you, who saw that the work is exceedingly far greater than we can do. It is beyond us, but we are called to speak. We are called to defend those who don't have a voice. We are called to follow Jesus. Amen. Who realized that as well. And said, the strength, and we realized that the weakness of God is stronger than the strength of men. And the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. So is Jesus. 
the weakness of God because of coming in the flesh and the foolishness of God because of his love for sinners like us. Amen. May we follow you. May we offer our weakness that you may be our strength. Pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Blair. Before we end, <coughs> I'd like us all to stretch our hands up over Susan and Karen, <clears throat> those in Israel, for this gathering that she's going to have next Thursday. Lydia, are you there? Yes, she is. Yeah. Could you pray a prayer over Susan for this gathering that she's going to have and the <sighs> col collaboration it's going to require? Hi, hello, Susan. Oh, good. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Good yes. to see you all, people of God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just can I say something? Yeah. Or you just want me to pray? Just briefly and then pray. Yes. Yeah. Okay. First of all, as a representative of the nation of Ukraine, I want to say thank you for all the nations for you who are hosting now our people. Because as I see it, uh, Ukrainian people now have slightly similar fate like Jewish people being scattered in the world. So this is, I believe, good opportunity for the church to, to show Jesus. As Jesus thought, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was homeless and you invited me to your home. So... Yeah. Yeah, we may not understand everything, but this is a good opportunity for us to show God's love and also to be like Jesus, to accept him in our house. Amen, Lydia. So, if you could pray for yeah. Sue. Yeah, uh, yes, where is Susan? Lord, thank you very much for your woman of God, Susan, and that she has in her heart to serve these people who survived Holocaust. We thank you that those people are still alive today. We thank you that by the power of the, your Holy Spirit, you are healing their heart. And I pray that in this meeting, in this event, that your glory will be upon them and your Holy Spirit. And you will open their eyes and they will see the Messiah, Yeshua, because it's here in Israel. So yes. I pray for each person who will be invited, who will come to this event, for their eyes of their heart will be open and they will receive this revelation of the Savior, Jesus, Yeshua, their Messiah, and that he took on him all the wounds they have experienced, all this trauma, this painful experience, and you can heal them. And even in their age, you can give them new life. So... Please, I pray, Lord, bless those precious people. Everyone is dear to you. I believe you have no second-class children. You love everyone. You love us. And we thank you for this instrument of sharing the gospel to serve these people. Please also anoint the Susan. Give her the words of life that she will speak to these people and yes. give them joy. I pray for you to give yes. them, please, this joy that they will dance, they will yeah. smile, they will laugh a lot, and they will receive this, like, really new, fresh from you, fresh, new joy. And the most important, they will receive you. In you. I pray, Lord. So I trust you. I believe that all will be wonderful and better than we even expect it to be because <laughs> you Amen. do everything you and you always like to surprise us with good things. 
Thank you so much. We love you. And we do this in your name and for your glory. It's all about you. This is event is for you to shine Yeshua. Amen. 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 Thank, Thank you, you Lydia. So you. good to see you. Bless you. <laughs> good to see you. Susan, Susan, amazing. Send me your notes. Susan, uh, I just we'll want get to get it out. Susan, uh, can I, I say something? I, say Karen. Okay. Karen, I'd like to yeah. say something. Yeah, Lydia, I just, I, I'd like to play for Lydia very quickly because I'm looking at Thank Lydia you. and I'm looking at Susan Hagee and I know that one of the, Lydia, I believe the Lord wants to use you to also to comfort because you have the language. You are one of those people that can translate. You are the one of those people. I believe God sent you to Israel at this time to be a comfort to those who are afflicted, to comfort those who mourn in Zion. And Lord, if you want to use Lydia even to comfort these Holocaust survivors, these Russian speakers, Lord, I ask that you would order her steps on these weeks that are left, these months that are left here in the land, Lord, that you would, she would accomplish every purpose for which you have brought her to the land for such a time as this, oh God. Thank you for what you've taken her through. Thank you for her own testimony. And Lord, I thank you for her heart of compassion use her for your purposes in Yeshua's name. Amen. 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 You and Susan need to meet over there. Yeah, we would love to. <laughs> yeah, I'll work it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lydia, I have a job for you. Yeah, in the future, I have a job for you too. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. That's what this is all about, you guys. I just want to say something. Esther, one last thing. I just say what happened when it's building have a good ride today, you guys. And Susan, bless you for all you're doing. And we'll have you in our prayers next week, okay? Thank you so much. All right. God bless you guys. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless.